consistent, cool podcast. I'm here with my three bros, Matt Derelis, John Reed, and Ajanai Simpson. Now, before we get into things, I just want to uh, say a few things about these guys. They're a part of my friend group. Shout out Wild 17, you know it. Um, Matt, athlete, what can I say? Scholar. That boy got a three, what is it, three, three? Three, three GPA for first semester in college. So shout out to Matt. John, another scholar. Wavy boy. You already know who it is. Johnny Bandana. We're not going to go into why we call him that, but his name is Johnny Bandana. Ajani Simpson, musical talent. He's an item basketball. Can't be me, though. You already know what it is. So uh, we were just having a real organic conversation about not judging a book off its cover. Um, so what are some experiences that you guys have had where you've judged a book by its cover or have been judged off your cover? Uh, there's some, some, like, sometimes where I've been through, like, when I first moved down to the district, to, like, MAPSA, mm-hmm. uh, people always looked at me and they always just assumed I was just, like, a mean person just by the way I just looked. And when people got to know me, they would, like, be like, wow. Like, all surprise? This time, yeah, all yeah. that time, like, yo, you look like, like, you look like you were mean as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, when they got to know me, they was like, yo, you a cool-ass person. Yeah. I'm like, that's why, like, like when people just so quick to assume shit about you, like, they just, they don't even know you. They don't even know how, they don't even know your background or anything. Yeah, like your you story. Just, as soon as they look at you, they already put an image to it. Like, they already, like, give you a description that they don't even know. Yeah. Like, the, they false description and shit. Yeah, it's just the stereotypes. Yeah, like, that's why that shit, that shit just gets me mad. Cause I'm like, there's a lot of shit that, people don't know about people like what the hell are they going through at home all that shit like but like they just so quick to put like an image like a description on someone when they don't even know half of the shit that they go through in their life it's true so like that shit is really shitty and fucked up yeah what are your thoughts on that guys um you know growing up in the maple and south orange area it's been difficult dealing with things like that especially knowing that for someone like myself i never really felt like i've been a part of like the right group so to speak knowing that my parents weren't necessarily rich but they weren't necessarily doing bad for themselves so it's kind of like being stuck in the middle kind of sort of like a rift yeah it's like you want to relate to all your friends everyone you're around but you also want to have your own identity mm-hmm. but it's like no one truly understands what you're going through because everything is behind the scenes it's like there's been plenty of times although I lived in a nice house and fortunately for myself I got to experience that for a couple years but even now that growing up, I've been I've moved to an apartment where I even share a room with my sister. We're both almost in our 20s. A lot of people don't know that. And it's like some people can't deal with the transition. And it's like if you can't find anyone to relate to your story, it could be very lonely, so to speak. Yeah. And um, I guess a lot of people just don't don't know that being in homes like that, it comes with not just being there, but sustainability. If you can't sustain living a certain way, there's going to be a period where you go from feeling really well to feeling really bad. And it's like people don't know that because sometimes you may not wear your heart on your, on your shoulder or you may not express it as much. But deep down inside, you still carry that that feeling with you. I get, a lot of people just don't just don't know that because, again, you can't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. What about you, Asia? Well, you know, you three know, a lot of people know I've been dating this one girl for like the past year or so. But like... You know, it's a little difficult when her mom doesn't like you and it's, you know exactly why and like no one ever gives you like the right yay or nay to it. Like, I know her mom doesn't like me because I'm black. And like, at first you look at my 
my skin tone, you know, be like, alright, you know, he's this ignorant kid who doesn't do anything, and he's, like, really bad, and does all these, like, horrible things, but yet, you know, in the last year, I've changed her so much for the better, and it's like, how can you make me feel so bad about my skin tone and everything, yet I make your daughter the smartest she can be, the happiest she can be, and you push that away, it's like, you're just doing that because my cover doesn't show this rich white kid or this rich kid, period, and it, it really hurts, and they're like, no one knows how much that hurts but me, and it's like, like, I cry sometimes, and it's like, uh -huh. that, that all that shit just hurts, bro, and it's like, no one should ever judge a book by its cover, you should always know the person that you're gonna judge at least a couple months before you can put an actual... Let me hold you on that thought. Let's leave it on that note. Uh, join us for the next segment. All right, we back with it. The Consistent Cool Podcast. Um, AJ, you can finish your thought. You know, like I was saying, like you should know the person like at least a couple months before you can put a cover art to their book because, you know, that cover art could be something that's so amazing and you'll never know it because you never took the time to know. You just said, all right, they're bad news. I'm not even going to mess with that person. Like, I'm going to try to get that person out of my life altogether. And it's just like, that's not how things should work. You should really sit down, understand who you're going to pick and choose and whether or not that person's really good for you. Because you can meet a white person who's, you know, just as bad as that black kid. And that black kid could be, you know, someone so different and so, you know, just in your life and that can change it yet. You chose that white person over that black person just by the skin of their, just by the skin tone, and that's not how things should work. So, yeah, I completely like agree with all you guys. I feel like I've, I, I dealt with that all my like senior year of high school because, I mean, if you know me, you know I'm into, quote unquote, formal clothing. Like I'm into suits. I prefer shoes over sneakers, and I feel like people were, you know misled when I was wearing like suits to school or what looked like expensive clothing to school about people were misled about like my financial situation and personally like not that my financial situation is bad but my parents the people that I'm supposed to rely on for uh, a living space and other resources to live life their financial situation is terrible you couldn't even imagine what they're in right now. And I won't go into detail, but that just goes to show you, although I was wearing suits to school and I, I carried a satchel and I had what looked like expensive clothing, clothing people just judged me off of, off of what I was wearing. So it's not always necessarily a bad thing when people are judging you. Like, they're not always necessarily judging you for the bad. Sometimes they think, you know, you're more up than they would expect. So, and I, AJ, to add on to your point, I definitely feel like it's not only, you know, like a, uh, about skin color, like it could easily be about, you know, where you're from. You you can be looked at differently or whether you have piercings or tattoos, your hairstyle, like the list goes on and on about how we judge people from either the way they look or where they're from, how they dress, how they speak. Like a lot of I've met a lot of intelligent uh, individuals from what would you what you would call urban urban cities code word for black but Definitely. and they're very very intelligent even though their grammar might not be proper they have a lot to say but just because you know their grammar isn't proper or they don't talk like they're quote-unquote educated they're looked down upon people put them down and it's crazy like and uh, to add on what you said about like 
expensive clothing, coming to school, people automatically think that you have money. It's like, pe- people don't know what the hell you got to go through at home, like I said. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't know what the hell you go through. People don't know how you got to get your money to get, like, the, to get clothes on your back. Like, it was one day, end of the school year, senior year, I was trying to get, like, tickets for prom. And then a lady in the office, she she basically, she, she said... It don't look like you need help. Like you don't, you don't need, you don't need help with your money. Like paying for prom and shit like that. Like cause she said, just because like what I have on, I have my my hair is done. I have to keep my shit done. I don't want to look raggedy. Uh-huh. Like I have to keep my shit done. That's why it's something called a a brush and grease. Like, <laughs> like uh, it's it's not that much you can do. Like you don't want yourself coming as like, like I'm like to it to help me pay for prom. Do you want me to come in some like? Some baggy, ripped, nasty-looking jeans. Yeah. A fucking white T-shirt with ketchup stains. Uh-huh. Is that what you want to for you to help me with? Like, yeah, that, like needing help doesn't have a certain look to yeah, it. Yeah, it like, does not have a certain look to yeah. it because you don't know what the hell I gotta go through at home to like survive. Like, you feel me? Uh-huh. Like, I could have those clothes in my back. Not like, what if I like? What if I don't? Even, I don't even. What if I don't even eat at night? You feel me? Uh-huh. Like. I'm not saying that I don't, but I'm just saying like, what if that was the case? But I just don't tell you. You feel me? Like I'm not, not everything that not everything that happens at home. Like everyone is comfortable to speak out with. You feel me? So it's like you can't really like, it's telling like telling someone, oh, it don't seem like you need help because you have nice clothes on, your hair is done. Like that's not that's not some shit that you tell someone. Like mm-hmm. you just. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I just think that the way people heads are set up nowadays, yeah. like they just let's end it on that note. Guys, better be in for the next segment. We back into it. You already know what it is. Shout out to anyone who's still listening to this podcast. You're mad loyal. I love you and I appreciate your support. You know, because I know it's a lot of people sleeping on me. My following not too big yet, but it's all good. 2018, my year. I'm not worried. So my man John wanted to give his two cents. Uh, just to piggyback on what Matt was talking about on this appearance we're all trying to achieve, um, I think it just comes part of us trying to, you know, fit into this social pressure that we succumb to because we think we have to look a certain way in order to be accepted when that not necessarily is the case. I know when I was younger, going through middle school and high school, I felt like I needed those pair of shoes or those pair of jeans or whatever it may be, whatever item it may be to fit in. When, as I got older, I started to mature and go into different situations and dealing with different people, I started to learn that through my own style, I will be accepted because not everyone cares about what you're wearing or, or the things that you buy. It's more so what you produce, the things you say, how you think. And, and that definitely comes with maturity and going through life experiences. And once people learn to accept how they are, the things they like, the things that make them them, You'll learn to accept yourself, and people will accept you for who you are, and you will never have a problem. Not necessarily you won't ever have a problem with it again, but you'll be better able to deal with those situations in the future. You know, just to piggyback off of, like, what John and Matt were talking about, like, the whole clothing thing, like, I went through the exact same thing John went through. Like, I tried to, you know, get the $220 pair of sneakers and all that, like, expensive stuff. I even remember a time where I spent $500 on a pair of sneakers that, honestly... I can say that right now to myself that I don't need those. Like, I don't need J's. I can put on some bum diggity down fucking Adidas Superstar shell toes and still be fine because I know the people around me don't care about, like, my clothing. They care about who I am and they care about what I do with my life. Like, every day it's not, 
yo, AJ, you don't have on those new pair of J's. It's AJ, why aren't you working on music? It's AJ, why aren't you finding a job? It's AJ, why aren't you doing this? AJ, why aren't you doing that? But it's never about, AJ, why don't you have on Gucci? AJ, why don't you have on Louis? And it's like, I'm very happy that my friends treat me the way that they do because they don't care about the clothing. They don't care about the sneakers. They don't care about anything. Like They care about who I am, and that's that's what you need you don't need like all that other stuff all that other stuff will come in due time but don't focus on that right now right now you can go to you know your H&M or your Aeropostale or your fucking Hollister stores Old and Navy. get some Old Navy. Sleep on Old Navy get some nice sweatpants and nice sweatshirt don't sleep on TJ Maxx exactly like Marshalls we coming exactly, out all like, about bugging don't like. sleep on none of those places cause all those places will have something that you would love your your style of fashion would love so you know and like real talk to be honest I'm like that's not, that's what I think that's what make our, our friends group like our whole clique while I was 17, like, very, very unique, bro. Because like, it's, like, people who come from, like, different backgrounds. There's a lot of us we might we may be able to, like, to, like, um, what's the word? To fucking, like, we could, we could, like, we'll get where you're coming from. We might not, we might not be going through the same situation, but we're under, we'll have, like, a good understanding. Like, yeah. Well, so that's why I really think that shit make us very unique is, like, at the same time, we all very supportive. Like you know, of course. if you have, if we have any, if any, we have any problems, like we know that we can always to the group chat. There's gonna be somebody that's available to talk to. Yeah. Somebody, uh, to be honest, like people, people need friendships like this. Like, there's like friendships like this is like, I can say it's like everlasting. Like this shit will be going on for a long ass time. So that's why, like, yeah, I'm like to be honest, man. Just like find you a good friend group like of people who's positive who people who like uplift you and like stick with them man cause like there's like a lot of people who claim they want to be a friend and just like they'll just they'll, they're just in it for the money they see they see stuff that you they see stuff that you have that they want so they'll try to be around you more like a lot until like like I, I made like I had a post like on snapchat mm -hmm. Like last night, um, a, a post on Snapchat, I forget what it said, but it basically said like a lot of people come around you because they they give you like people give you advice and stuff like that only because they want to better themselves. So all I'm saying is just like have like a good friend group around you because like not everybody is here to help you. A lot of people are just here just to just like be around you and to better themselves. That's true. We'll get back into it. Shout out to whoever is still listening because I'm pretty sure we're like 20 minutes in now or 25 around there. But shout out to whoever's listening. And to piggyback off of what Matt and AJ were just speaking about, it really just comes down to the question like, who are you trying to impress? Like, those people that you're spending all that money for to be quote unquote fly, they, they're not they're not bettering you as a person. They don't want to see you do better. And I, they obviously don't want to see you dress better because dressing better doesn't mean dress more expensive. It means dress like you. Like, don't spend money on things that you're probably not even into because it's the fashion trend. Like, for example, like they were just saying, our group of friends, we do not, we do not judge anyone off of the way, like, they dress. We all have different styles. We don't care about that because at the end of the day, that shit doesn't matter. If you're an asshole to everyone, that's the type of shit that matters. Who you are as a person, your personality. 
what you're into. Like that's the type of stuff that matters. That's the, that's the type of stuff that that has importance when it comes to developing a friendship, not how they dress. I give a fuck about how Matt dresses or AJ or John or any of my friends for that matter. But AJ, you said you had a point to make? You know, like how Matt was saying, like the whole like surround yourself with your friends, like it's very true, but at the same time, sometimes that always doesn't work out because, you know, I've had a friend in the past where I can honestly say that he was one of my best friends and like, you know, I, I even pushed away, you know, my closest friends that I have now for that one friend and now I barely even speak to that one friend. I used to be, you know, in that guy's life every single day. He was in my life. Like I've known him since I believe sixth grade. Like, you know, his family took care of me and his family loved me and, you know, vice versa. My mom loved him and whenever she could she always like helped him out. And, you know, now I can't even I don't even call him and he doesn't call me and it's like a lot of people would say, like, yo, AJ, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen? I would have never pictured you and, you know, Tyler to just completely separate because every day I saw him in the hallway, he was with me. Like, we dap each other up. Now we can walk by each other on the street. And honestly, I believe that we won't speak to each other. Like, we would actually have to be forced in a situation where we would actually have to say something. Like, if I was walking with Kubi and Kubi saw, you know, T and he'd be like, yo, T, what's up? Like, then I would have to say, like, that, like conversation would have to start but you know like it's a little fucked up when you see your friends who were your friends get pushed away by something that you don't even know what happened so honestly with friends you gotta pick and choose and see who's really there for you when you need them and if that person's not gonna be there when you need them the most then push that person away from the beginning from the start don't keep that person around and you know tag along whenever they do things and have them tag along whenever you do things and it's like at the end of the day it's good to have friends but you know a lot of friends can always hurt you you know a small circle is what you need so you know anybody can piggyback off of that um just on a little lighter note from that a good thing about friendships to say is that the people you have around you they account for a lot of the experiences you're gonna have like, dealing with these guys, I can honestly say I ended up in some situations where I would have never expected myself to be. From the latest nights after football games, basketball games, whatever it may have been, going to parties, like, the type of parties we ended up, the people we were around, it's like, sometimes you have to stop and think, like, how did I get here? And you look up and you realize it's them that got you here. So it's like, you have to, you kind of have to, like, roll with the punches and the experience that you come across because they build you as a character, not just yourself, but as a group, the things you guys go through together is what's going to, in turn, you know, build that friendship that you're going to have that, like Matt said, is going to be everlasting. Like, there are certain experiences that I can't go through with anyone else because I went through it with them, and it's built this relationship where it's like, I can't tell anyone that because it's so crazy that they either wouldn't believe us or it's just literally too crazy to explain. So I'm, I can say I'm thankful for the friendship that I have and the things that I've been doing with these guys because it's been crazy so far. And this is... It's it's funny because like I just saw like you know, matter of fact let me hold that thought I'm gonna just wait till the next segment to talk about this. True. Make sure y'all staying hungry. So Matt, you wanted to continue your thought? Yeah. Like I wanted to um go back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier about like how people um try to fit in so much like people do things to fit in and like how John was talking about how about the clothing situation. Like, when people buy expensive clothes to dictate, like, 
whether they're cool or not cool. And I seen a tweet by Bryson Taylor which stood out to me and it said, spend a lot of time trying to fix what haters didn't like about me, only to be reminded by those who love me that I was never broken. Focus on the love and never the hate. And that that quote really stood out to me and I wanted to know like what is what did you get what's your guys' thoughts about it? Like what do you guys think about it? Um Focus on the love and never the hate. Honestly though, I feel the quote came with good intentions. However, by not focusing on the hate, you sometimes lose that fire underneath you, so to speak. Like that fire you get from your haters is what keeps you going sometimes. Like I know a lot of us, we talk about our frustration with people talking down to us or not supporting us, but what we don't realize is that in some weird way, it kind of fuels us to do better, to prove them wrong. And if you take that fire, it can literally ignite you to do almost anything, good or bad. It's all about how you choose to use it. So I know for myself, like, a lot of the times with dealing with basketball, when I did play basketball, you may hear a lot of criticism from the coaches, and it gets under your skin. But I know the next time you get on that floor, just so you won't have to hear it again, or just so that you can prove them wrong, you're going to go 10 times harder than you did before, so that you can produce something that you never did before. So I think focusing on the hate to a certain extent can be beneficial while still accepting that I know that even though I have haters, I also have people who love me and care for me and support me no matter what I do. Any, any thoughts? Man, you know, like you guys were saying, like, don't focus on the hate, focus on the love. But to me, sometimes you always have to focus on the hate because when you're sitting there saying, like, I have nothing to do and you think about what these people were saying like oh you couldn't you know do this you can sit there in your free time and you can put in that work to that thing where people could where people were saying that you couldn't do now you can turn around and be like yo I did this not even the main goal that I was trying to achieve which I actually achieved this side goal that you told me that I couldn't do I actually did it so focusing sometimes on the hate can actually push you to be great in your own ways but, you know, always remember that you have the the loved ones behind you to always push you ahead. So, you know, man, manage that and balance it out the way you can for yourself. Don't not focus on the hate or and always focus on the love or vice versa. Focus on both, but at your own speed. Yeah, I just feel like it comes down to what type of person you are. If you're someone who works well, under pressure and works well when they hear criticism from others then you know do what you need to do focus on the hate then but if you're someone who can't stand that if that slows you down then do what you need to do and focus on the love it really just comes down to what type of person you are and what motivates you to work harder whether that be your loved ones or your doubters uh, but i just want to thank you guys for joining me on this podcast uh, shout out to my three bros matt aj and john and shout out to anyone who listen to this for the full 23 25 minutes you're a real one you guys could follow me at consistent c-o-o-b on instagram if you are not already following me follow at consistent c-o-o-b on instagram i post motivational content frequently i'll get you out of bed you already know make sure y'all give me a follow this is matt um follow me on instagram and twitter at the real Matt D two underscores. The real Matt D two underscores. Remember that. It's Johnny Bandana. Currently not on social media, but 
we definitely look forward to hearing some more of my voice. Stay in tune. Everyone stay tuned because spring of 2018 is going to be very magical. You know, 55,000, my brand is coming out and, you know, I'm going to be pushing that. So everyone go follow that. 55,000 clothing at on Instagram and on Twitter. So. And I also have a surprise for you guys in the new year. Something related to music. That's all I'll say for now. Stay hungry.